Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hey, Life Group Leaders, welcome back to the podcast. This is Dallas, and I am joined by Kim. Hey, everybody. Great to be with you. Super excited for this series, loving Daniel, loving getting to nerd out, loving (laughs) sitting on weekend services and just learning. Like, it has been so good to just sit, learn, take notes. The magazine is so great. It is so great and beautiful. We have it. Uh, Our life group discussion questions are on page 56, but you can hear me turning the page because if you go just before (laughs) page 52, Daniel chapter three, you have everything you need in there Mm -hmm. and there's notes on the side. That's where you add all your notes from the weekend teaching. Uh, It's just so good. Uh, It's so good. And the topic is know what to never compromise. That's our topic for today. That's a deep one. Just sitting on that title is pretty great. Know what to never compromise. Mm -hmm. That would, a bad lean in question, a bad opening question is what do you never compromise? Uh, Just, it's really personal. (laughs) It is. So I'm so thankful that we have other lean in questions for us. But let's, let's look at that first one. Lean in. What are some underdog stories you're a fan of? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Yeah. (laughs) What are some underdog stories? Well, Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind is my husband's love of the Cowboys. <laughs> they oh, are the underdogs. <laughs> wait to send him this podcast. You made my day. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> Every weekend, he's just cheering for him. Underdog. Love it. America's <laughs> team, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, keeping it in the theme of football, though, the movie Rudy. Oh, yeah. I That's think underdog story. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> love it it's fun to just go around and we're like why why is this question important why why would this be fun if you were leading it with a group oh it'd be super fun what it feels like you know like even as a family there's always somebody in your family that is in that place that needs extra support extra love extra care Mm -hmm. and um what that feels like to root on somebody and to see them rise above things so good yeah and then just hearing like you get to know people a little bit so you say Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. and because I know you, I know the story. I'm like, oh, your husband is a diehard. So you're getting bits and pieces of our story mm-hmm. that that's probably not something that you would share rooted. Like that's Definitely. not worth <laughs> right. That's not in there. You <laughs> that's know? right. Uh, so you, and this is the beauty of groups is you slowly piece together someone's full story, and questions like this help you piece it together. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna. We're going to look down. So if you were at our our leader huddle, you know what all of these are. We're going to lean in. We want to have an opening question that is going to drive the main point of our discussion home. So that's probably one of the most important questions. And then we're looking down. What is What does looking down mean? Looking at the word. The word. Just soaking it in for what it is, like letting it speak to you, letting it simmer in your heart as you read every word of it Mm -hmm. and how can we when we are in the look down section and someone begins to share a part of their story Mm -hmm. how do we redirect that 
how, how could we as a leader, when someone's like, oh, you know, this reminds me of a time in my life. Like, how can we as leaders redirect when people move into story in the look down section? I think in a general way, just reminding them that we gained so much insight of just sitting in the scripture. How, when it happened, how it happened, what are the characters in it? Why was it taking place? Just figuring out the whole message that God has breathed into the scripture yeah. before we start jumping into the next place in our lives. Because mm-hmm. it seems like we get a little cloudy. Our vision gets cloudy when we take it and put the lens back on ourselves again uh-huh. without having the full scope of the word. Yeah, that's great. And in this look down section, there are there are three passages. So mm-hmm. as a life group leader, that's up to you to choose. If you're going to do, so I'm looking at page 56. I have Daniel 3, 1 through 7, Daniel 3, 18 through 18, Daniel 3, 19 through 30. So as, as a big life chunks. group leader, yeah, those are big chunks. Yeah. How can you pick one of those mm-hmm. or, or two of those? And as a leader, what, what would a leader need to do to know which one they picked? It's like the on the nose answer. Like, how would you pick as a leader? What, what would your game plan be if you were leading a group? to know which one to pick. Oh my goodness. For me personally, it would be the one that grabbed my heart. So you read it. You sat with it. Oh gosh, yes. It it convicted me. (laughs) Yeah. It it rattled my cage. The one that you wrestled with the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what what you're hearing us say, Life Group Leader, is read it. Mm -hmm. Read the passage. Mm -hmm. And one one of the things we did at the Leader Huddle was walking through, okay, when we do look down, uh, one of the with if I were writing my own questions, I would read the passage, and I start circling, I start highlighting, I start pulling things out. Mm-hmm. So as I'm reading Daniel three one through thirty as a leader, um, I think the benef- one of the benefits of being a leader is you have the bottom of the iceberg. So the underneath the water normally normally icebergs bigger than what's up top, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing, you know, when Eric as he teaches as he prepares the wealth of knowledge under the surface of preparing. So you would prepare for always. Uh, the Lord's going to do something even greater in your heart because you are taking the time to prepare. Mm-hmm. But where, what are you circling? What's standing out to you? Um, and that's the one, that's the one you should pick. It's the one that captivated your heart, as Kim said. Absolutely. Yeah, because then you'll come with some wrestling of your own and authenticity that, that um, spurs on the conversation just because of the things that you have sat with ahead of time. That's great. And don't feel like you have to do the whole passage. It's picking a chunk of that and leaving it for people to be able to, to pour into and wrestle back and forth. There's such richness in that. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, that is great. And making sure that you are reading the passage that you're going to pick, mm-hmm. whichever one. So mm-hmm. is there one that you, as you looked, you got, I'm looking at Kim's, I'm cheating right now. I'm looking at her book <laughs> and she's got notes all written down. So that's why I'm asking her the question. Is there one that, that stood out to you? Oh man. I would say either the second chunk eight through 18 or the last one. I, today I would say eight through 18. Okay. Um, because the verse that said, even if I know that my God can rescue me, but even if that even if is such a big thing in our lives, even if, will I still praise God? Mm-hmm. Even if, do I keep my eyes on him, knowing that my obedience needs to be consistent no matter what? 
knowing that my faith in God never does waver because even if he chooses not to rescue me in the way I think he should this time, he has a reason. Mm, that's great. That's what we would call double-fisted faith. Mm-hmm. I, and I think this could be a beautiful, if you're picking that passage, this could be a beautiful prayer moment in your group. Hey, where are you praying right now for God to do the miraculous? Where are you praying? On one hand, we know that God can, God is fully capable. Mm -hmm. God, if anybody could do it, God can. Mm -hmm. But even if he doesn't answer that prayer in that way, we still know that he is good. That's right. So this could be a really great opportunity as a leader to practice double-fisted faith, to pray some dangerous prayers, to pray some bold prayers, to believe for it. But I love that even if he does it, mm -hmm. such a powerful passage. Such a powerful passage. And if we learn to live life that every other part of our life we hold loosely to, because mm. we like to hold tightly to our kids and our job yes. and our identity and uh, our wealth, all the things that this world gives us, right? And then we try to not hold as tightly to God, just mm. think he'll always be there. Yeah. But if we reverse that and we hold tightly to him and the rest of our life, we're just loosely holding on knowing that he's good and he's mm. God. It changes yeah. the perception. Mm -hmm. and, and I think leaders to have the freedom to ha to ask that question. Mm. Like, hey, what are you holding on to really tightly? Mm -hmm. uh, or it, it, this is not this is not in in our questions today, but giving you the freedom to shepherd your group, whether if you're picking that passage. Oh, that's so good. Of having the freedom at the end, saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different tonight. Mm -hmm. I, I want to know where are you praying for God." to just move in a mighty way? Where are you praying for double-fisted faith? Um, and just seeing what brings that, what brings out of your group, like what are they gonna say and how you guys can join in in prayer together, but giving you the freedom to go off script mm -hmm. it, to, to, best, to best lead your group, I think is so powerful. And we wanna give you that freedom to do that. That is so good because you'll know when you're sitting in there there's only a couple of questions. If you're going to choose that passage, 8 through 18, there's only a couple of questions. But as you dig deeper, yeah, let it be. Explore that with your group because you don't have to use every question that's on the page to uh -huh. get to the richness of God's word coming out yeah. in our hearts. Uh -huh. That's good. So wonderful. Preparation. Yep. Planning that out, sitting in the passage, just asking, hey, Holy Spirit, would you lead me? Who would you guide me in this? So that is looking down. We've looked down at the passage. Now we are going to look out. Where do you see this alive in your culture? Where do you see this alive in where you work, your friend groups? And you know, if you, mm -hmm. if you, even if you're going on that double-fisted faith, hey, where have you seen someone in your life live with double-fisted faith? Like if you were gonna, if we're just double-clicking on that, and I'm sitting as, as a leader, mm -hmm. um, and knowing that, okay, we read Daniel 3, 8 through 18. We asked those questions, knowing at the end, we're going to ask the question like, hey, where do you need prayer for God to do the miraculous thing to have double-fisted faith? Mm -hmm. um, a question might be, where have you seen God move with people who have double-fisted faith? Where, where have you seen people in your life practice double-fisted faith? I love that. That's a great question. Um, and the question in between look out section that leads us to the look in the look out it's 
so easy in this crazy world, this chaotic world we're in, right? To see everything that we see when we look out. Yeah. And how it encourages not to hold tightly to God. Yeah. There's so many things that try to distract us away from that. So that lookout section is important in that it gives perspective to the looking in. Uh-huh. Yeah. It all works together. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's amazing <laughs> how it does that. Yeah. But I, I think you're seeing us with the theme of pick a look down. Mm-hmm. And even as you're looking at, at the look in questions, you see the double fist in faith. It, it's all there. And um, I like the rhythm reminders, prayer. I, I'm so glad they highlighted that rhythm reminders on page 57, mm-hmm. right border. Um, this is a really powerful moment for your group to pray. Any other any other thoughts on leadership insights? Thoughts on the questions that you have for for our leaders? Uh, other than rooting for the Cowboys. Other than rooting for the Cowboys, <laughs> that's double fisted faith, right? There. That is totally <laughs> double fisted faith. <laughs> uh, there's just such richness in this text, and um, sitting in it personally is the golden thing for yourself as well, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you always learn more as a leader because of your own time preparing, Yeah. but it still isn't teaching. It's yeah. not like you walk in to teach a lesson. It's that you walk in with a story and a wrestling to mm-hmm. be able to spur conversation. Mm-hmm. So I guess my encouragement is to give room for lots of conversation uh-huh. for people to pour in their own wrestling to that. Yeah, that's great. You're leading people. Mm-hmm. You're leading by example. Mm-hmm. Like I read scripture too. Like, let me show you how God's moving in my life in the exact same thing that we're studying. Uh, I think that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, should be a great discussion for your groups. Super thankful for you. If you have any really cool stories about how you got to pray with people in your group this week, would you would you share with us? Lifegroups at org. We would love to hear those stories. We would so love great. to pray alongside yes. you and the people in your group. So send us an email, send us a message. We would love to hear that, but thankful for all you do. Thankful for the way you lead and shepherd. Signing off until next time.